Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Terry's Unlimited Voice, a Gen Xer's take on everything from pop culture to being a 30-something. I'm Terry D. Um, okay, I haven't recorded in two months. What's wrong with me? Honestly, I haven't felt like talking. Okay, I haven't felt like talking about fluff. And, you know... I had to figure out what I wanted to say. I mean, I want to say a lot of things, but I had to figure out what I wanted to say on the podcast. And the first thing I want to talk about is a lot of things I've been noticing about how people are referring to our generation. And then the second part of that is how people from our generation are viewing how they're being viewed. <laughs> so, okay, I watched this show that I love called In Treatment on HBO, and they revamped it with a new therapist, and she's supposed to be about 43 years old. You know, they do this thing where they'll have a patient that they see for a series of sessions. It's the lady from Orange is the New Black. Forgive me if I'm saying her name wrong. I think her name is Uzuradova. Wait, I have to look up her name because I do not want to sound stupid on here. Um, Uzuaduba. I didn't watch Orange is the New Black, but I know who she is, and I really, really love her on In Treatment. So anyway, she has a patient who's supposed to be 17 years old. And the one episode, in the first episode, this little girl is just throwing all this shit at the therapist because the therapist is 43 years old. She's blaming, the teenager is blaming the therapist generation, which is my generation, so I was highly irritated by this, for environmental issues, for social issues, for being selfish, for being wrapped up in herself. And this woman is a therapist who's trying to help this teenager, and she's getting all this shit thrown at her. And that's a kind of vibe that I'm getting from younger people uh, in media about our generation, uh, in talking to them about our generation. It's like they want to blame us for everything. And I don't like that shit. So I don't know. And then I just happened to come across an article that I read. And I was thinking about how to talk about it. It was in this website called Upworthy. And it's titled, Gen X is the most stressed generation alive. However, they're the best at handling it. So I'm like, hmm. Okay, it says, here's a quote from the article. It says, now the coolest generation finds itself somewhere between 42 and 56 and is hitting middle age. Unfortunately, that means it's now the most stressed generation in America. And then it says, which I don't believe, in true Gen X fashion, many refuse to let anyone see their stress. I don't think that's an accurate statement. Um, I really don't. I think more of like my parents' generation is is the need to uh, put on airs and seem like everything is great, where our generation had really honest music about struggle, had real honest movies about struggle. Um, I can't think of a person I know who doesn't go to therapy or hasn't been a therapy or some sort of group. Um, so I don't really like this article either. Say, Gen X may have aged its way into the most stressful part of life, but things could be a lot worse. There's no group of people better to deal with stress. Okay, so it's actually a positive. I don't know. I just don't really like um, our generation being associated with anything that w- with what's happening in our world right now. I don't like that. Um, then, here's the other side. I've spent several months just talking to people about, you know, how they feel about the world opening up, about, you know, what the pandemic, um, you know, how it affected them and shaped them. So I don't know. I, I guess I've been, like, really, like, probing into people's minds a lot. And like, what I have heard from several people is that they don't really know how to navigate our modern times. 
in terms of what they should be offended about. I don't know. Okay. I can't even describe it. It's like a weird kind of fungus. So somebody last week said, fucking hate this world right now. I just want to go home and listen to 80s. This is somebody that I work with sometimes. And then I had a, you know, close friend of mine, spent a lot of time with her in the last few weeks. And we were just sort of um, feeling like we were stuck between two generations. Like we don't have super, 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 super radical views, but we're super not conservative. And there's no way that you can tell us that we're not, but I don't know. It's like this weird, it's like this weird thing that's going on. So I'm just curious if anybody out there is, but, you know, back to the in treatment girl. I was just really, really pissed off that this young girl had the audacity to go off on a person that would be their elder in the way that they did. Because in, I don't ever recall thinking it was okay to do that when I was 17. Like no um, respect thing I feel that's happening. And it's really strange. I was involved in a class. It was an online class. And a lot of people were younger. And uh, they wanted to call out my teacher on something that she totally did inadvertently. And I couldn't, I just didn't want to listen to it. I just couldn't believe that they had the balls to sit there and take time away from class that they were paying for to sort of like give it to this woman who I adore very much. They wanted to educate her on something that she didn't even do. But anyway, I was like, who the fuck are these little kids? You know, okay, they were in their 20s, but still, I just didn't like it. And so there's just, there's just some sort of like, there's just, I just feel like there's no respect or there's no respect for wisdom or there's no like curiosity about what our generation went through before you're going to yell at us. Does that make sense? I don't know if this podcast makes sense, but it's how I've been feeling. And I know like what I usually like to talk about on the podcast is the housewives, um, love after lockup, 90 day fiance. And there's, there's like some sort of issue I have with not being able to discuss fluff in a podcast until maybe I get what I have to say out today. You know, things are starting to open up. I often wonder, you know, in different encounters I have in the world, I'm always curious about if people are, did they really take the time in when they had the pause, you know, with not going out all the time, with things being closed, with being with themselves, to not do something, but did they really take that time and pause? Because I doubt that we will ever, as a society, have that kind of time to pause. Granted, it wasn't a fun pause for a lot of people, and it was hardcore, and I'm not in any way justifying uh, the fact that it wasn't hard. But there was times that you could say, well, I am. But what I'm saying is, there was an opportunity to quiet down for a second, and, or even learn about yourself, or learn about the world, or learn about other people in a different way. And okay, maybe people did that for a minute, but it seems to me that, are we really holding on to what we learned in that pause? Because to me, it seems like, boom, things are back open. Let's go do exactly what we used to do before, even harder. And like, was there ever a chance in our heads that we were like, yeah, maybe we were going too fast before and we needed a pause. But what I'm sensing is people just want to go back to the same shit they were doing before, same attitudes they had before, and they'll literally burn themselves out very shortly again. And that, to me, is so sad because we had an opportunity to really quiet down. You know, I, I look at it like this. Okay. To me, it leveled the playing field for like social life type activities. Like everybody was home. Nobody could go out. Nobody could post about how fabulous their life was for uh, people to feel bad about themselves. 
everyone was just like, no, no one could say, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I stayed home. Oh, well, I did blah, blah, blah. Everyone was just even. And that rarely happens. And it was such kind of a great feeling, like no need to be like uh, trying to do too much or be something you're not or whatever. And I've spoken with people and I asked them, you know, are you going to go back to the way you used to live your life prior to the, the lockdown? And they're like, absolutely not. I learned so much about myself. I'm not going to have FOMO anymore. And I'm like, hmm. So I said, kind of like Carrie Bradshaw when she would have these conversations with people on Sex in the City and then she'd put it in her article and she would make these weird faces like, hmm, I don't believe you. Honestly, I don't believe some of the people that say that they're going to not go back to the way they used to be. I just think it's a matter of time. And it's too bad because, okay, here's an example. This is a really, this is something that I did that I paused and I loved. So I love uh, going to my, but my Zumba class is very, very, very crowded. My teacher's really popular. So in order to get in class, you have to uh, book online the night before at seven o'clock and all of her spots get filled in about 25 seconds. Okay. So she has class on Tuesday nights and on Friday morning. So like Monday, I would set my alarm for 7 p.m. and Thursday, I would set my alarm for 7 p.m. So it didn't matter what I was doing in the world. People that know me, you've seen me um, stress about the Zumba sign up. Okay, so the alarm goes on at seven. I have to have my phone ready to click and get in and book my spot in the class and blah, 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 blah. And then when I would get to class, all the women get there early because they want to have this spot. And then I turned into one of these bitches that was in line like a crazy person to get a spot to dance. And I would do that twice a week for like a year and a half. <laughs> one time I was catering a party and I worked at a, I was doing a uh, bartending at a catered party and I knew the alarm was going to go off at seven. So at like 6.59, I went under, you know, under the table to pretend I was getting like another bottle of something. And a minute takes a really long time. So I'm under the table like, shit, it's, the alarm isn't going off yet. Because I wanted to be able to book the fucking Zumba class when I was under the table pretending to get you know, more alcohol. And honestly, I can't believe I used to do that shit. And so this is a baby example of what pop now. I don't give two fucks. Well, she hasn't started her class yet. And the thing is like all of her classes, my teacher are now on YouTube. And it's funny cause I don't rush to go do the YouTube. And what I was noticing was like my stress about getting in line on time, about booking my class in advance, all of that went away. It was just like, class was so stupid. Did I used to do that shit? And like just little things like that about like pausing on these behaviors that the world was making us do. And what I sense now is that people are gonna go ahead and fall back into these patterns without realizing, hey, those were unhealthy. Maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. And, and that makes me sad because there was a moment that we all could change behaviors. I am feeling like they're going back and that bums me out. And I wonder does anyone else feel like this? Well, I know certain people do and certain people that will listen to this do. If I've talked to you about this in a long phone call or in person, <laughs> forgive the redundance, but it's really on my mind. Here's another example. If you haven't been to a job where you work in person for a while and then all of a sudden you're around people, I don't sense there was enough time for people to realize that you need a moment to integrate back into that type of environment. So what I'm noticing is you get called back for work and people want to throw you into the old ways that you were. 
But there's been a shift in how your mind works. And another thing I notice is that people want to outdo, like, I'm a better worker than I was before. Look at me. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. And um, especially if you do uh, jobs where they're kind of gig-based, so you're not always at the same job all the time. So you want to get more hours. You want to get called back. So you go overly above and beyond. But it's like this need to overperform, to show people what you're made of. And I understand, you know, like everybody, you want to make more money. That's totally cool. I totally get that. But I guess what I'm saying is like, there was no conversation coming back into any of places. Like, how was your time off? How did it affect you being home? Um, you know, I know it's been weird since we've all worked together. There was never like a debrief or prior to getting started. It was just like, throwing yourself in. And I think, I just feel like there should have been. Um, I'll attach this to some fluff. So I was watching The New Housewives of Beverly Hills, which season is quite good. And, you know, all the women are sitting around and they're like, oh, I haven't had glam in like eight months. I had to be home. Couldn't you take that moment to pause and say what was good about not having glam? What was good about not being at a fake phony party where you're not being yourself? Like, didn't you have any self-reflection or was that just me? So Lisa Rinna, who is the worst woman on planet Earth, and the other one who's in the scandal, Erica Jane, they're talking about oh, I had to be alone with my thoughts and myself and I was freaking out in the house by myself. And it just shows me that like people really get scared of pausing and of like really seeing what their life is about. And that was why the moment they were given an opportunity to go to a dinner party of sorts, they were like fucking caged animals. And it was weird to watch that. And so like that's a kind of my, I thought about the episode for weeks and I'm just like, ew. It wasn't just fun to watch the show come back. It made me sad that these women couldn't enjoy being with their kids and their families. Well, some, okay, some people did say they appreciated that. But the ones that were like so sad because they couldn't wear fancy clothes and have spray on makeup for fucking what nine months because they started filming in October so they didn't take as long that's gross to me so for some reason like watching these reality shows after the world has changed is bothering me for some reason so that's why like talking about the new housewives has been hard and I'm sitting here and like a month goes by and I couldn't talk about it on the podcast just as like I don't know I was watching the fluff and I just was like the world has changed so much that why are we going back to the exact same thing? Like people will say, oh yeah, we should think about, you know, what we went through, but are they really experiencing that? Or is that just like fodder? So that's kind of where I've been these days. I don't know. So I'm like a Gen Xer that's sitting around and thinking about how in certain ways, taking a break from like behaviors like, um, not that I post about my life on social media, like some people do, but that, you know, that kind of like desire to get to Zumba early, to to say that you did this, to, to say that you did that. Just having a level playing field was amazing. And why can't we use that as a reset? But instead of using it as a reset, I think people are just like, fuck it, and just going back. I don't know, that's just how I'm feeling. I'm just like a bitter Gen Xer. Oh, also, you know what's making me sad too? Some things I really liked on the Zoom format, like, no lie, like, there are certain things I do on Zoom that, uh, in, you know, reality would require me to have to look for parking, and you know leave my house at certain times where it's really bad traffic and that's such a great feeling to be able to join in situations that you might you know not go to because you're like oh, I'm not, I don't want to drive tonight or I'm, or I'm tired I want to eat dinner first but now you can do all of those things while you're engaged on the zoom and it's amazing so I'm kind of bummed that I think things are gonna leave zoom again
I liked Zoom a lot. You know, do we have to be in such a rush to go back? Yeah, one of the things I'm involved with over Zoom, uh, we had to have a conversation about should we go back to in person? And I was like, no, no. And then I just felt like this piece was going away. I don't know. This is the mood I'm in today. Um, thank you for listening to Terry's Unlimited Voice, a Gen Xer's take on everything from pop culture to being a 40-something to being, well, today it's about being a 40-something that's irritated with fucking everything. <laughs> Join me next time. Uh, if this is your first time, uh, welcome. If you're a regular listener of mine, hello again, and uh, more episodes coming soon. Bye.